we, and when I say we, I mean Laura, will go build these relationships, tour with these people. But honestly, a lot of them like doesn't go anywhere. But then a, a core um, few of them are like, man, those are our people, right? Like they love us. They believe in us. They come and they see what we do and they, they know it's for real. And they send tons and tons of leads like over and over and over, right? You sell the one person and they will literally give you dozens of referrals for years. That's all you got to do. Just sell one and you have like all these leads. I have a better option than the dinky RAL. Let me show you how to create a luxury new construction mansion of an assisted living. When I started out in assisted living, nobody had a roadmap for how to build and operate a luxury assisted living. I'm here to document my journey as I grow my business and provide you tips and strategies for you to succeed. What's up guys? Welcome back to Assisted Living Investing. It's Brett Shotcavis. I wanna talk to you about filling your beds today. It is such a vital component to this niche. And what I love about this with the assisted living mansions is we have very, very stable income. Every single month, I know exactly what my income is going to be because I barely ever have to sell a new bed. I have new grandmas that come in. And over last year, 2023, I only had four or five beds that I needed to fill because ultimately my grandmas don't pass away very often. They're there for on the low end, usually six months, I like to pick grandmas who are going to come in and be with me for two to five years, right? So that means almost every single month, our beds are full. I know exactly what my income is. I know exactly what my expenses are. And so therefore, my profit, my monthly take home, my cash flow is almost exactly the same every single month. So in order for me to have this consistent income, it comes back to filling my beds. When one of those grandmas does pass, or something happens where I have to fill a new bed, I have a huge wait list. I have my wait list over 60 people. And ultimately, every single week, I have about two new tours. And every single week, I have one new grandma or grandpa saying, hey, I am ready to move in, Brett. I want to move into Platinum. And I don't have the beds for them, right? That's why we're expanding our business. We're going to be up to 80 beds in the Georgetown area. Now, for me, I have created a marketing machine. Laura and I run this, and it's called the Strategic 20. So I wanted to share with you how I run this thing. So I'm actually going to be showing you behind the scenes. Here is a workshop that I ran teaching the Strategic 20, teaching people how to implement this. And here is the strategy that Laura and I use to get unlimited leads. We don't pay any money for referrals. We're not spending any money on marketing, but we are having literally three to four new leads come in every single week naturally by referral. And I want to show you how we do that. That's called the strategic 20. So stay tuned and listen to how you can learn to fill your beds. There is a lot that you can do as far as marketing. There's a zillion people that you could meet. There's always people you could tell about your assisted living, but you don't have the time for that, right? So I want to give you this strategy and I would compare it as an analogy of a sniper versus a shotgun. I'm gonna show you, here's the approach for very specific people you need to find where it's not a ton of time, it's not a ton of energy, it is a very specific action plan where you're gonna get the best bang for your buck as far as meeting the right people who have your future residence. I like to call this influencer marketing because I got into this space 
and my first coach said, hey, all you got to do is go find placement agents. You're going to get two new move-ins every single month because of placement agents. You just have to pay them one month, no big deal. And then I saw people who were ahead of me, like not having their beds full. It was been six months and like don't have a resident yet. I'm like, what's going on? What about this placement agent thing? And they're like, well, I don't know. It didn't work for me. They don't, they don't call me. And I'm like, this doesn't sound right, Laura. Like, I don't think we should go after this. And realistically, there the marketing play in this space is so old lady. <laughs> Excuse my like grandma reference there, but man, like marketing in assisted living needs to really step it up. It's so 1970s. And so then we had this conversation about like where what are other people doing, right? How are other people marketing things? And you look now, right? You're on TikTok or on Instagram or something like that. There's all these ads that come up. It's all influencers. They are all promoting someone else's product, right? They're affiliates. They're getting some kind of commission. People sell things now based on some type of influencer, right? Some type of person who has a following, right? There's there's Kardashians, right? Can sell anything because they have billions of people following them. When you think about an influencer, right? Or maybe um, an affiliate. Think about this. If you sell one person and that person has a ton of followers and they give a shout out to you, you can literally make hundreds of sales, thousands of sales, right? That's why the power of social media is so important. You get they, you can pay celebrities, influencers to go sponsor or, or give a shout out to your thing. Now think about this. This is, this is my aha moment. When... I was learning this and kind of going through it. I'm like, hey, why don't we find places where all of our avatar is, right? Our avatar is the daughter, the person who is the POA. How do, why don't we go and find the hangouts for all these avatars? Where is the 50 to 70 year old lady who is more affluent, who has, has some money, where are they hanging out, right? And that was a pretty good strategy. We started there. And then it was one step beyond that, right? Like here's the real strategy because and you could take that first strategy and you still have to sell one-to-one, one-to-one. You have to go to the room. You got to talk to a dozen people, hand out your business card. You're literally trying to sell one person at a time to get leads, to have them come to her, right? But the other side of this, the great strategy, what if you could sell one person and that person had a following, they had power in their referral and they can go and refer you to 20 of their girlfriends or a hundred of their girlfriends or whatever it is, a bunch of different people over months or years. And you will literally, you make one sale to this person who is an influencer and they can give you hundreds of leads or dozens of leads, right? And it was like, that was my aha moment. This is what people are doing in other industries. This is how people are making tons of sales. Why can't we craft something like that for the assisted living space? I call that our strategic 20 because ultimately a small amount of people, say 20, a small amount of relationships that are very strategic, those people who you sell your vision, your heart, you tour them, you show them that you are the best in your city, you sell those people and those people will make hundreds of referrals for you. They will have your phone set up. They will have tours coming in every single week. This is why we have one and a half new tours a week. We have one new um, person adding to our waitlist every single week. It's not because of our marketing dollars that we spend. We spend $0 on marketing. We spend $0 on placement agents. We don't do any of that stuff, right? We get referrals every single week, three on average referrals from these influencers, from the strategic people on our list 
that know us, we've sold them, right? We sold them, meaning they came in to Platinum. They saw our heart. They saw our care firsthand. They knew that we were going to give the best care around. They go forward and they talk to a bunch of different people. They have followers and those followers happen to be the right avatar of people. I think of an influencer as somebody who has two things to them. They have followers and those followers happen to be the right followers for you. Right. If I was selling jewelry, my followers would be a, a female, um, if it was female jewelry, uh, of that certain age group and, and, and that kind of stuff. If I'm selling beds for end of life care, my avatar, my followers need to be most likely the POA or the husband, right? The, the daughter, 50 to 70 year old female that lives near me. That's my avatar. Somebody who has um, those followers and they have power in their referral. If um, the pizza delivery guy said, hey, I know Platinum Resort is the best, that's not a lot of power in his referral, right? Like, unless he happens to have his mom at our assisted living, that's not very much power. But if it was a hospice nurse that goes around from assisted living to assisted living to nursing home to SNF to independent living, that person has a lot of power. They also have the right followers, right? They have the avatar that is following them. And I do want to stress that if you have open beds, you can do this immediately. If you have not even began construction yet, you can still do this. This is just relationships. And it's not even a lot of relationships. It's just a core few. Like who are the strategic people that you need to meet? So it is something that you can for sure do because if you have six months before you, you, you break ground or six months before you get your license, Man, there's no reason why you cannot literally have your beds already sold. Those grandmas, they're not going to come from home. They're going to come from another of the big smelly facilities already. So it's not like you're going to miss out. They're just going to stay in that 60 bed getting bad care until you get your license. And then you're going to call up the daughter and be like, hey, fantastic news. We got it. Move mom in. Right. That's that's what we did. We had a wave of people move in, not from their home, but from the nasty facility down the street. So you can literally start right now. That's what I want to stress to you guys. Before we had our building built, it was literally a construction zone. There was no sheetrock on the walls. It was nasty and gross. Like it was literally covered with dust everywhere. We were touring people through this. And you know what? We didn't have a finished product, but that did not stop us from getting sales. They literally were so stoked and wrote us a check and said, just let me know when mom can move in. They were so stoked. Do you know why? Because we were selling our heart. We were selling our vision. I'm very, I'm sure you hear it in my, what I'm saying, but I'm very anti big box. I'm very anti corporate. Like I don't see real life good care when I go visit the other ones that are kind of disgusting. And my grandma lived in one of them before she moved in with me. And she like literally declined like immediately as soon as she moved into the big nasty facility and then blossomed again when she moved into platinum. So I've seen it firsthand. And so I get kind of down on the big nasty facilities because they provide bad care. But if you can say, hey, you know what? I am small. I'm family owned. It's me. It's my spouse. You know, we, we, we're not going to be perfect, but we're going to be here to love on your mom, love on your spouse, right? Like, and it's just us. If, if something goes wrong, you can literally email me. I'm the problem solver. I'm the one you're going to talk to, right? There is a lot of value in that for a daughter who has already gone through the funnel of independent living into assisted living to another assisted living after she got bad care and now she's sick of it again. Like she is ready for someone to just own up and say, hey, I want you to take care of my mom the way I want her to be taken care of, just to really do love on her. And if you make a mistake, just fess up to it and, and just say you're going to fix it. There is a lot 
to be said for that. You do not have to have all your ducks in a row. You can literally sell your heart, your vision, and you can make these sales. Okay, so here is a few examples of people that I put into this category. RNs, PAs, MDs, right? They literally go from assisted living to SNF to independent living. They make rounds literally every single day. They see who has the best care, who has the worst care. They literally talk to the daughters, the husbands, the wife, the POA all the time. As mom declines and she needs more care, they're the ones who say it. They're the ones who create a new care plan. They're the ones who say, hey, you're in independent living, it's time for mom to move. Or mom's in assisted living, now she needs memory care or she needs a you know more end of life care, right? Like those are the people that are the cornerstone of our success that will get you leads every single week, right? All those people, same with hospice. Um, hospice makes rounds, same with home health. Independent livings are another huge example because ultimately it's an apartment, right? They are on their own in this apartment. And a lot of times they'll get to a place where the family doesn't know that they are not taking their meds or they're on the floor for overnight or two days or something like that until someone goes to check on them. They're not eating. Like all of a sudden the family is now made aware that there's a huge problem and mom needs help immediately and she needs to move within 24 hours right? Like those managers at independent livings, you need to be the ones on the tip of their tongue that say, okay, well, yeah, I, I can recommend platinum, right? Platinum is the best around. You should, you should call them. Um, or is even ALFs with lighter care requirements. So again, for us in Texas, there's type A and there's type B and, and really it's kind of more, uh, lighter care versus end of life care. And our whole niche is end of life care. And so there's places that have this other license type where people, they get to end of life, they can't evacuate on their own. They literally have to move out per the license, right? Like they literally have to move them out. So I build relationships with those people because they have to send them somewhere. So send them to me, right? Like this is all about who can you help solve their problem? I went ahead or we went ahead and we made a big list, call it like a master list of everyone that we could think of that their job, their position deals with seniors, end of life, um, anything of that respect, medical. So I'm breaking this into say five categories, okay? There is outside services, mobile services, long-term care, short-term care, and end of life services. So let's kind of overview this and uh, maybe we'll spend just a few minutes and not, not get too into the weeds on it. But outside services, this is, a, there's a lot of stuff that this is really important, right? The hospice nurses, um, there's shower aids, hospice has a chaplain, hospice has a, a, a marketer, the owner or the CEO of, of a hospice. Same with your home health, the nurses, the regional managers, the marketers, um, all of these outside services, uh, and there's actually still a bunch more of them, but that, that come in, these are the positions, the job positions. It's not a person's name, but it's a job position and we'll push it forward from there. So mobile services, right? Like Dennis, we have dentists that come into all these assisted livings in our city and they just do traveling dentistry for seniors. They have, uh, so mobile doctors, PAs, RNs, they make the rounds, their whole niche, right? They're not seeing kids, right? They're seeing seniors at the end of life. That is their whole niche. They know all of these people, the senior barbers, the, the transportation people, right? There's like literally like when you can't drive anymore and your senior people come pick you up and take you around all those kind of people. Long-term care, assisted living marketer, assisted living front desk. I want to stress how important these ones are. Um, that has been a huge, huge lead magnet for us there. Other assisted living owners, right? If you don't have relationships with the other assisted livings in your area and you're missing out, you got to build relationships. You'll send leads back and forth. 
especially if you are a niche that they are not. Like if we're memory care and the assisted living down the street is not, man, if they get a tour and, and it's a memory care person, they can't take them. They're just going to call us. So those are super vital. Uh, short-term care. So hospital case managers, discharged persons, um, rehabs. Rehabs are huge leads, right? We get so many leads from our local rehabs by meeting those right people there. And then end-of-life services. Actually, these, these actually do pretty well, and I think they're kind of overlooked. The senior attorneys, their assistants or, or uh, receptionists, financial planners actually um, do a lot of referral people who they actually send up like the wills and they they manage the finances for people of that kind of stuff. Their whole job is to manage their finances, make sure they make it through the end of life with these numbers and find a place for them to go. So th we get a lot of leads from that kind of stuff. And same with funeral services. Um, that is something to consider also. So as you are, are, are downloading this at your home or your office and you're going through this, right? Here's the list of everything. You have to go through the exercise to figure out what's the company, who's the... Um, the, the person that works there and then go build a relationship with an actual person. So to put it in context, when you are actually filling out the strategic 20 list and you're going to put something in there, you can't put ABC hospital. It literally needs to be Mary Jane, right? Like it has to be a human's name because you got to be able to like call her, text her, invite her over to her, that person. Like it literally needs to be a name. You might get a lot of names there, but realistically you don't need a lot of names to be successful. You don't need a huge amount of relationships to win. You really only need a few. I mean, really like we, and when I say we, I mean, Laura will go build these relationships, tour with these people. But honestly, a lot of them like doesn't go anywhere. But then a, a core um, few of them are like, man, those are our people, right? Like they love us. They believe in us. They come and they see what we do and they, they know it's for real and they send Tons and tons of leads like over and over and over, right? You sell the one person and they will literally give you dozens of referrals for years. That's all you got to do. Just sell one and you have like all these leads. Now imagine if you sell five or 10, right? If you can sell these people and when I say sell, I literally just mean you show them that you're the best. You become a tool in their tool belt. You're actually not selling them. You are helping them succeed at their job. And um, really, that is the core of what we do and why we, why we are successful. I think that this activity is the lowest hanging fruit for you to build a wait list and, and, and be have you know, almost all of your beds full all year long. So that's our strategic 20. That's a system that Laura and I have built out to get unlimited referrals, unlimited leads, and consistently have our beds full. So we do these workshops every single month. If you want to join us on one of our workshops, we talk through marketing, raising money, new construction, so many different things on your assisted living journey. They're completely free. They are live on Zoom, and I'd love to have you join us. Go to palm.university, hit the free training tab, check out when our next workshop is going to be. I'll see you there.